I'm Sharika. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is The In Between. Okay, so you did a seminar, and just to kind of fill everyone in again, we've talked about your ministry, right? Yeah. About well ministries. Yeah. Inner healing ministry that you do. Yeah. You did a seminar this past weekend on the the Shemite woman Mm -hmm. and Elisha, um, which is Second Kings. Yeah. Second Kings chapter four and chapter eight. Yep. Um, and she pretty much just, you know, to give a recap to everyone listening, if they Mm -hmm. can't recall it, um, she made, Elisha was, is a prophet. Right. Um, and she made an upper room for him, like a place to sleep and would feed him and whatever, whenever he came through town. Yes. She was a wealthy woman and she didn't have a son. She didn't have any kids, which is a pretty big deal, but she was wealthy. So when he asked her what... Pretty much like, what can I do for you mm-hmm. um, for her hospitality and whatever? She pretty much was like, nothing. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> I'm good. Um, and obviously, like, it goes on and she does end up having a son and he ends up raising him from the dead. And, yep. you know, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but you were talking a lot about, like, blessing in it. You were talking about waiting. Like, mm-hmm. a waiting period and asking God. Yes. Um, and, like, you know, are we even willing to ask God for what we want or... Mm-hmm. Or desire or expect things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned in it about, like, receiving a blessing. Like, she... He was trying to bless her because she was... She was blessing him. Doing these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, obviously, that was not the... That wasn't the premise at all of the seminar, um, but I that kind of jumped out to me in thinking because I, the whole blessing aspect has always been a hard concept in like the Christian realm for me mm. because I feel like the word gets thrown around mm-hmm. um, so much so that right before we started recording the podcast when I asked you about blessing, you kind of were like, well... What do you mean? What's that mean? Because it, it really yeah. is kind of a loaded word. Yeah, well, definitions. Um, so, my first question would just be, like, explain what your view of, like, blessing is. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, is it kind of like, you know, if I go out tomorrow and say, well, God, I want you to bless me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to do this good thing for my neighbor or this this person in the grocery store or whatever because I want you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. Like do you think it works like that? <laughs> um uh-huh. yeah, so just yeah. your definition of blessing and like how the hell does it work? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a loaded question. Um yeah, so the first thing I think of, I remember when I was growing up um in nursery school uh for church, uh if you were bad at church, um the teacher would tell your mom that you were a blessing. This kid was such a blessing today. <laughs> um, because uh, we grew up in an environment where you don't say bad things. You know, you don't say negative things because, you know, you get what you say. And so they would call you a blessing. So I used to think that that was a bad word. Um, as a kid, like, oh, you're in trouble because you've been a blessing. Um, <laughs> um, but again, like, I kind of am curious about... 
what you're asking me. I mean, like, what do you mean? How do you explain, like, what's a blessing? But what I think I hear you saying is, like, um, a blessing is something the Lord gives you. Yeah, and, and how? Like, is mm-hmm. it... Is there always a certain way that you get a blessing? Right. Is it always in the physical realm? Mm-hmm. Or are we talking like spiritual realm blessing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it something that you think I could always see, hold? Yeah. Whatever. I don't think it's always something tangible that we can like get. Um, I don't subscribe to the prosperity ministry. Um, but... That's because uh, there's a level, I don't want to say I feel weird saying a level of maturity, but to be honest, I feel like I kind of grown to this place because I did feel that way. Um, We used to like, I remember one time we wanted this house and uh, we couldn't pay the rent in the house we were in. And instead of thinking about how we're going to do that, we started believing God for a house that was like three times the size of what we had. And uh, we just felt like if you... You know, wherever my feet will tread, um, this land is mine. You know, you take scriptures out of the Bible and you say it's yours. Uh, needless That's to say. That's how we take lots of stuff out yeah. of context. Needless yeah. to say, we did not get that house. Um, I actually ended up getting evicted and moving in with my mom for like six months. And I learned it's uh, not how it works. Um, and I don't think that you can just tell God to do stuff for you. Um, I kind of see it like, and I see a lot of things. Um, in my relationship with God, like uh, a parent-child relationship. Like, I do um, really, I want to say bend, but for lack of better words, bend to the desire of my children. Like, I want to see them happy. I want to see them have what they want, what they need. I go out of my way to provide them what they need. Um, But at the same time, if one of my kids came in the house and said, hey, I mopped all the floors, and so now you're going to give me $50 because you're a good mom. She'd be... you <laughs> She'd be getting ready to get pumped. Yeah. And so, because, I mean, that's spoiled. And I don't know why we preach in church that you can be spoiled with God. You know, so I think there's a balance to all of that. Um, do I believe that we sow seeds and we reap harvest? Absolutely. Um, when I feel like I don't have enough money, sometimes I give more money. Um because I believe that God's going to... What happens when the money doesn't come, though? Like, Then I feel do like... Do you think that it's something that happens every single time? Like, mm-hmm. you sow, and it's going to come soon. Like, Not necessarily. Or could it be, like, years and years down the yes. road? I mean, I mean, think about, like, sowing a seed. I mean, like, if I sow an apple seed right now, I'm not going to get a tree tomorrow. But right. I do believe the tree is coming. Um, and sometimes I do that for my own belief. You know, like I feel shaken and uh, I want to prove to myself what I still believe. I want to prove to the enemy what I believe. And I step out to prove to God what I believe. And I do feel like when my kids obey in a certain way, it does change the way I respond to them. Do I always give them what they want? No. Does it mean I'm going to give them exactly what they think they're going to get? No. No. But I feel like there is truth to it. I feel like there's truth to the scripture. From beginning to end. But we twist it how we apply mm-hmm. scripture a lot of times. And then it becomes really. Like you have these poverty churches who don't believe God's going to do anything. And then you have these prosperity churches that believe if you don't have 10 bedrooms in your house. Except the prosperity churches, it's 
the pastors that have the ten bedroom houses. Well, yeah, but then and... yeah, but then there's also sometimes because people in the church like you know there's layers of it. I mean, and people believe certain things, and then they they start to go after them. And there's natural things that happen too. Like when I change my mind about something, then I'll start to see things happen. Um, and if I change my mind about if I'm with somebody who works out all the time, I change my mind about it. Likely, I will lose weight being around that person and likely this person is going to be more prosperous i think the danger comes in is when we say you're not a christian if you couldn't figure that out if you can't get that house um and then how do we say that to the woman in haiti who's worshiping god how do you say that in a third world country right then now she doesn't know jesus and that's where the danger comes in i don't i think there's truth in the principle but i think that we abuse the principle yeah. And I, I ask all this because I've seen, like, I've seen churches where the pastor, mm-hmm. he's got lots of money. Yeah. He's got, like, a Mercedes Benz, you know, whatever. And he has the parishioners, they are giving money mm-hmm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're poor. Yeah. Like, they don't have anything. They're living in, like, a two bedroom house with two other families. To make and like make yeah. ends meet, and the pastor is driving around in one of his like five cars. Right, and then you want to guilt me, right? About yeah. the church lights being on and stuff like that, and and I'm like, hey, listen, if God told you to start a church, then He's gonna provide for you to turn these lights on if you tithe. How about that? Don't try to get me to tithe to pay for your vision. I don't. I'm not with it. <laughs> yeah, and I've I've heard some. I think actually. Our church has said, mm-hmm. like, if you are struggling financially, don't yeah. give. Like, yeah. don't give to us if mm-hmm. you are struggling. Yeah. Um, pay your bills. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's a good mindset to have, too. Yeah. Because there are 100% churches that say, keep giving, mm-hmm. keep giving. You can't pay your rent. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Give extra to the church and your rent's going to get paid. What happens when they get evicted? Because yeah. it doesn't always happen like that. Yeah. Um, like you said, you sow seed, you don't get an apple tree tomorrow. Right. So and I just don't think that people explain that well to people. I think there's a freedom in it. And I did go through like a crisis of faith when I came to my church, to Eastern Fellowship. I, can't, I went through a crisis of faith. First of all, I didn't realize I was going for like a year before I realized I hadn't given any offering at all. Because um, a visitor came with me and was like, you guys don't pass an offering plate? And I was like, huh, they don't pass an offering plate. Here. Then I realized that I was giving out of compulsion. I was giving because my old pastor made me feel like I needed to give mm-hmm. um, or the, the way I grew up made me feel like I had to give in order for me to eat in order for God yeah. to love me. I had to give. And then so I, had, I, I was like, oh, my God, I haven't been giving out of my own heart for years or I would have found someone to give this to by now if I really was given to the vision. And so I had to talk to Jesus about that. And then I realized that I don't feel like God doesn't love me when I don't give. But I do feel like scripture says, um, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. And so if I look at my checkbook and all my money goes to the shoe store, it says a lot about my walk. <laughs> that's just me. Um, and so I give out of a In place. In any walk of life, it says a lot. Uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and so I give from a place of, I feel like this is worthwhile. And I feel like we should we should walk into our churches that same way. If you, if you do look at the church and everyone, 80% of the people are poor, the pastor is filthy rich. I would question if this is good ground to sow my apple seed. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's freedom in it and more than the way we say it. And on both sides, like sometimes it does 
happen that way. But you can't bank your life on, I'm going to get $50 and I'm going to be a millionaire. Right. Um, and so I, and I do feel like there are other types of blessings that are like more universal. Um, but I don't know if I call them blessings, so I think that's weird. Do you think blessings are only financial? Um, no, I don't know if I say blessings, I guess. But I see what you're saying. I think that's why it's confusing me. I don't know if I say I think blessings. financial blessings yeah, um, makes sense. are talked about more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, maybe if we widen the scope of, yeah. like, like, maybe we are being blessed more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when we do something for someone or give money mm-hmm. or, or something like that, if like God strengthens a friendship, yeah, like that could be a blessing as a result from this mm-hmm. because you we know open that door, yeah. But right. we don't always see it like that, and sometimes we do get disappointed about the way God is blessing you. Um, but I feel like I'm very fortunate and very blessed uh, every day, um, and I do feel like we don't always see the way we receive blessings. Like we, because we box them into being something. Like it should look like this or that, I think. Yeah, and I think saying you reap what you sow mm-hmm. um, sometimes is also out of context yeah. because we say, oh, okay, well, it's got to look the same. So yeah. if I reap, if I sow something financially, I'm going to right. reap financially. Right. Where that blessing might not be financial, mm-hmm. that might be something in the spiritual realm that you never see Mm -hmm. when you're breathing. Yeah. Um, And even, you know, people who don't know God at all, Mm -hmm. I believe, get blessings. Um, Absolutely. You know? The Bible says the goodness of God brings a man to repentance. (laughs) You know what I mean? How do you get to that place of repentance? He pours out his goodness on you because he's good. Um, When you're not good at all, um, he'll do that. So absolutely believe that. I think that we get stuck with rules. Yeah. I think I feel like a lot of times in the church people want to have like a rule book, a playbook. Like, okay, so if I do this, then this will happen. Okay, great. And if I do that, this will happen. If I don't do that, then this won't happen. And then that's all we want. We just want to tell me how to do it. Um, and it's messier than that. Yeah. It's not a formula. There's <laughs> yeah. no formula. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lot of where I get caught up. And the second I hear, like even like I trust you and I was like stuck on the the blessing part and it was literally it wasn't even really fully part of the seminar it was yeah. like you were talking about the ladies that helped you that morning yeah oh like, yeah get stuff together <laughs> I remember that and now. how you were like you can't go out of your way to bless and not receive the blessing and not and god want to go right. out and do the same for you right and i was like i mean for the rest of the time that's all i thought about oh. was like wait yep. a minute like, is that true? Mm-hmm. Like, how does God bless? And mm-hmm. like, if you're not being blessed by God, like, are you even yeah living right? And then it's mm-hmm. like, what the hell is living right? Right. You know? It's um, like a spiral of... Right. Things. So yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, we're going to have to talk about this. Yeah. And like, we'll just record it because awesome. then, you know, she can explain and yeah, we can talk Yeah, that's helpful. I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> and it was literally not even... Yeah. And I'm and I am careful about I try to be anyway, careful about how I say things because I know that like if I go and say, What are you expecting from God if you're not expecting, then how do you think it's gonna happen? Then people will focus on a thing mm-hmm. and start expecting for that thing and set themselves up for a disappointment. Yeah. And it's not about a thing. And let's think about it and 
in relationship right now. You might, you may be this nice cup of tea. I appreciate this tea, right? But it has nothing to do with the tea. If I come here, like, oh, if I sit here nicely, Megan's going to make me tea. <laughs> you know, our relationship is not based on the tea. The tea is a benefit. And then the of times the I don't make the tea. Yeah, like, then she doesn't love me. I didn't sit in the chair yeah. right. I should have come here because I did not get tea. And I think that we do that to God about these things. And I'm careful about people like, fixating mm. on things and we do get stuck on things mm-hmm. and like i mean i know so many people that whether it's they thought god promised like mm-hmm. a relationship mm-hmm. or they thought god promised like a certain career path or mm-hmm. something and then that all falls apart those things don't come they're crushed and even yep. will totally be like well forget it i'm walking yep. away from god Completely. you're not trustworthy Because they were set on the fact that God said this. This is what he was going to give me. And then it didn't Mm. happen. And it's like, well, did God say that? Yeah. Or is that just what you thought he was saying because that's what you wanted? That's what you really want, yeah. And And it wasn't the time. Yeah. And and that's why I feel like God does give us the desires of our heart, right? But he gives us the desire. Like sometimes we have to replace the desires we have with the desires he's giving us. Sometimes our desires are not actually. Yeah, he's good. like, put that desire down. I'm gonna tell you what to desire, and then I'm gonna fulfill that desire that I've given mm-hmm. you because that's in the will of God for you right now. And I, I mean, I felt it, and I don't know what I felt, um, but I felt it a couple of days later, and I went back and I said, "Hey, we're gonna do this." touch-up class mm. where we can talk through that's why you're doing the yeah because <laughs> yeah. i felt something yeah. was off and i was like did i set people up to feel like they can just say put it in the atmosphere i'm gonna get this thing and that's not like you can't you can't it's not okay you can't to say. speak something into existence and like force god's mm-hmm. hand you cannot force god's hand to mm-hmm. do something right that is not good for you like i babysit a bunch of kids and sometimes they really want to do something that's really bad for them. Right. And I will not let them do it. And they kick and scream and demand to be able to mm-hmm. do it because they, it is the desire of their heart. Mm-hmm. And they're processing that this they is love. They want to do it. Yeah. And I'm not letting them. And so I am a terrible mm-hmm. person. I'm holding them back. But they want to like stick their hand in the bonfire. Right. It's like, no. But it's it's genuinely for a two-year-old their desire. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So so that's good. Sometimes we need help getting desires replaced. Yes, yes. And there's a level of maturity that happens when you when a two year old says to you, um, is should I have this? You, he's not two anymore. More most likely, if yeah. he's saying, should I have this? He's no longer two. Yeah. Um, and and we have to grow in that same way. You know, like we can't just decide. Um, so yeah, that's the balance I'm always trying to strike because I do feel like though in order, when we were talking about the joy of waiting, right. Mm -hmm. And in order to be able to really wait for something, you have to desire it. You don't, you're not waiting for something you don't want. Um, but the purpose of the seminar was the joy of waiting. So that means you might not get it on this side of heaven, but what could you get in the waiting? And if you're paying attention to the thing and not the process, um, you'll miss everything you were supposed to get in the waiting process. Yeah. Cause sometimes, sometimes really the blessing mm-hmm. is the waiting. Yeah. It's not even the thing. Yeah. It's not even the end thing. It's all the growing in the in-between space, mm-hmm. that waiting time. It's all the learning and growing and yeah. all that stuff. Sometimes that's the blessing. And yeah. then sometimes we get the thing and we're like, hmm, I don't even want that. The anymore. process was actually better <laughs> yeah. than this. Or if I matured enough and I realized 
why did I ever want that in <laughs> right. the first place? What was I thinking? And um, you just have grown through. Yeah. And this whole thing goes for people who also don't don't know Jesus at all or don't yeah. know him very well. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the Bible in Matthew mm-hmm. 5, it talks about... Um, it says, he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and mm-hmm. sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So that's just meaning like every single person, mm-hmm. whether you're a good person, you're a bad person, you know Jesus, you don't know Jesus, mm-hmm. you you know have a totally different religion, you're an yep. atheist, doesn't matter. Yep. The sun rises and falls for you every day. Mm-hmm. When it rains for me, it rains for you. Like, that's it. And there are also blessings yeah that is a blessing all of that yeah right i mean mm-hmm. when you have two farmers yeah and one is like giving away half his crop all the time and the other is like stealing and laundering yeah. money rain still comes on both the crops mm-hmm. the same and helps them grow and drought still comes on both yeah and that's why you have these people struggling like why am i doing all this good stuff and these people out here robbing stealing killing and making millions of dollars and I'm living on $20,000 a year, trusting God. And you get people upset yeah. because they feel like it's the way I do well. And it's that whole Pharisee mentality of I'm a good person, so I should have. And you're a bad person and you should not have. And God doesn't think like us. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have definitely struggled with seeing people in my life. I can think of several. None live in Richmond. Just, <laughs> just in case. Um, that... I would not say they're wicked or evil or whatever, but they have made some decisions that were hurtful to yeah, people. Yeah. Um, and repentance, yeah, I don't really know. Um, a lot of talk. Mm-hmm. And they continue to prosper in mm-hmm. the things they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's like sometimes when people break away, and start their own church or their own organization or something, it's not always because they, like, have this super pure motive. Sometimes it's because they couldn't submit to authority in the church or organization Mm -hmm. that they were working for. And so they leave or they get fired Mm -hmm. and they go somewhere else. And it's like, you were working in that church or organization. You saw what was going on. And then now you see this person over here being like highly praised by people mm-hmm. and like yep. and getting all the ministry goods. is starting yep. to succeed and all this stuff. And you're like, but wait, you yep. did some shady stuff. Like, yeah. have you repented? Are you like better mm-hmm. now? Have you gotten some counseling? Cause you probably need some counseling. Yeah. Um, but I can look at those type of situations and be like, well, what the hell God? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, and I don't know if this is even always true, but I feel like. Just like with my own kids, like I am, I discipline the kids who listen to me more than the ones who've stopped listening to me at a certain age. Mm. You've stopped listening. So you do you, you know what I mean? There's nothing I can do. I'll be here when you get back. And then sometimes it feels harder for the kid who's home, but I'm doing that out of love because I'm trying to get you to a place that I don't feel like this one is might actually get to mm. because they're doing their own thing. And then on, on top of that, there are natural principles like we don't. I mean, if we all go running five miles a day, we're going to lose weight. Like, there's a principle to that. It's not like God's going to be like, no, you're a sinner, so you're going to stay fat. <laughs> I don't care how much you run. And sometimes these people just have good 
business sense, you know, and they call it church, (laughs) but you just, I mean, maybe you had money already. You had an inheritance. It's not going to stop. If you take care of it, it's not going to stop. It's when you start telling somebody else who started off with nothing that if you do like me, when you had 10 feet ahead of them, that's not necessarily the case. And you can't say God did it necessarily. Um, and sometimes like I've had times where I'm on a mission of something that seems successful and God has stopped it um intervene but I take that as love and I'm like well why you didn't do that for that person and I get the feeling like he not paying me no mom right now you're the one who's listening so mm-hmm. guess what you're not gonna do that and you I could still run off and do my own thing and he most likely will let me if that's what you want to do you know what I'm saying I think there's yeah um and there's just principles like gravity that he set in motion at the beginning of time right. that are gonna happen it works for everyone it's gonna work for everybody jump off a building you're gonna fall Right. That that's a good a good thing to keep into perspective that just because something looks good mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it is good. Yeah. And doesn't mean it's just because someone calls something a blessing yep. or a blessing from God doesn't mean it actually is a blessing from God. Because the Bible does talk about um I semi-hesitate <laughs> just because I know that there's some people that could listen to this that would pretty quickly know, like be able to guess who I was talking about. Gotcha. Um, but I'm not necessarily just talking about this particular thing. I'm talking in general terms. Like the Bible talks about Satan comes as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes things that are not very good are wrapped up in a very nice bow. Yeah. And comes and it looks great. And so it can be called a blessing mm-hmm. because it looks like it's thriving and succeeding. So especially if it's under a Christian umbrella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not under a Christian umbrella, then someone probably wouldn't say it's like a blessing from God. But like yeah. if it's a church or organization or something like that, like a ministry, mm-hmm. then they could be like, oh, look how God is blessing this. But in reality, like you said, mm-hmm. this person might just be a good speaker. Yeah. You know, a charismatic <laughs> Third, speaker. Yep. Dynamic person. In, yep. Um, already have had money yep. or all these things. And so they're just doing it on their own and it looks good. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do some good along the way, but is it really being blessed by God? Mm-hmm. And I think I look and I wonder a lot mm-hmm. like, God, have you seen the messed up stuff go on yeah. with this person or with these people or whatever? And are you paying attention? Yeah. And are you actually blessing them? Or is this them blessing themselves or other people blessing mm-hmm. them? Or is this your hand? Because if this is your hand, we might need to have a talk. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, like we were talking about that with um, with everything that happened at the Capitol and everything. When we were talking about that on Instagram. Um, yeah. Like, you know, I can't pass judgment on people. That's not what I'm supposed to do. But at some point I do deep down feel like, okay, God, well, what you going to do? You know, like, are you going to check your people? Like, um uh, whether they call themselves Christians or not Christians, like, are you going to check people if you have the power to check them? And I wonder, I mean, I like him too, but I wonder if it's an area of our business. Yeah, <laughs> uh, me too. Even yeah. sitting here, I'm like, you know, I mean, and, and who yeah. knows if he's not. Like, maybe yeah. people are having really, like, mm-hmm. mo- coming to Jesus moments, yeah. like moments where they're like, oh, man, yeah. I screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We, we might not ever know and so I think that's something that I always struggle with too like I can't judge God for not judging someone 
But also, in the back of my mind, I'm like, God, why are you not judging them? Right, right. It's like, <laughs> and then you all on my case all the time. Like, right. leave me be, okay? If you're going to be giving out grace, can I get some? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, a lot to think about. Yeah. I'm glad you shared that, though. That's I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Appreciate that. So, we're going to go finish our tea and water. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.